Good morning, and we welcome back to the program Dr. Andrew Jackson, the superintendent of the Sunman Dearborn Community School Corporation. Good morning to you, Dr. Jackson. Good morning, Tom. Thank you for the opportunity to be on the air with you. It's uh, great to have you. And, of course, the uh, Sunman Dearborn School Board uh, meeting uh, late last week, and they had some um, uh, high-profile things on the agenda as far as I was concerned, and in, uh, in particular, the uh, new strategic plan. Yes, uh, the board uh, approved the new strategic plan. So this is the second one that we've had since I've been here, and it was a response uh, to what a group that used to be called, uh, years ago it was called North Central, then Advanced Ed, now it's called Cognia. But back in 16, they told us that one of the things they saw that we needed a systemic strategic plan. So we developed one in 17 for five years. And you know, and then we—that um, was getting ready to expire. So we met here this uh, this past semester with about a 30-member committee uh, to start looking at our new strategic plan. So there's some pieces of it that are very similar to our existing one, but there are some new pieces to it as well. Um, you know, specifically, we've changed the academic achievement piece of it that we are looking at the iLearn test, just because there's so much volatility in the iLearn test right now and the data that we change that our focus is going to be on core instruction. So we are going to look at the you know the the classroom and how we can provide the best instruction possible using best practices, professional development and resources for our teachers. And if we do that well and improve on that, then the academic achievement piece takes care of itself based on, you know, the quality of instruction that we have in the classroom. So that's one major change. You know, two things are staying the same as the financial pieces of it where uh, we want to maintain um, between a 30 and 35 percent cash balance in our combined funds of operation education and our rainy day, um, 30 to 35 percent of the expenditures. So for us, that's our, you know, our total expenditures in those two funds is about $35 million. So we're trying to maintain about $11 million cash balance on those three funds, you know, in case there's a downturn in the economy or, or something like that. So we're prepared to withstand that. And then we're going to continue trying to be the, be the highest paid uh, staff in southeastern Indiana. And uh, the board, you know, took a step towards that also in the same board meeting where they gave a 5% raise uh, to all of our non-teachers. That Our teacher contracts already been negotiated for next year. We did a two-year agreement. And so our non-certified administrators, they all received an average of a 5% raise. And then our teachers will get a similar raise as well. Um, it, it works a little different, but the average for them is around 5% as well. Uh, so we'll be starting our teachers next school year at $45,000, which is significantly uh, above most schools in the area. And we're trying to keep up with this labor market and attract and retain quality, not just teachers, but staff as well. So we have some specific measures, uh, metrics that we will measure in that strategic plan to continue to do that. Um, so we're excited about that. And that 5% raise, Tom, comes on the heels of a 9% raise last year. So we've, we've made a significant investment in our staff. Uh, to try to attract and retain quality uh, individuals. So it was a good night, um, and it's out on our website. If you can go out to our website, there's a link to the strategic plan that's been posted this morning, and uh, I encourage our listeners to take a look at that. Okay, and it is a, a five-year plan, and uh, when does it kick in, and then uh, how long will this uh, be in place? Uh, which uh, school year would that be? So it starts with this upcoming school year, the 22-23 school year, and then it will continue to, through the end of the 26-27 school year. All right. And then, of course, uh, also another thing that the uh, the board acted on, a uh, new uh, principal at Bright Elementary School. 
Yes, we're very excited to welcome Mr. Michael Collier to Bright Elementary School. Um, he'll start officially at the beginning of the 22-23 school year, which for uh, elementary principals, they come back uh, in the third week of July, although he's going to be working some off and on between now and then to get things ready for next school year. Uh, he spent 14 years as an elementary school teacher in first, fourth, and fifth grade up at a school in um, uh, Warren Township called Hawthorne Elementary. He was the former print, uh, teacher of the year up there as well. Um, he has a very strong academic and instruction curriculum background. We're very excited, uh, particularly with our strategic plan is geared more towards instruction, so we're very excited to bring him on board. Excellent references. Uh, he comes here with his wife, Sarah, and his young boy, uh, who's, I think, three. His name is Andrew, and uh, they are in the area this week looking for a house. Uh, which is not an easy thing to do right now in Dearborn County, but he's looking for a house, and um, he's coming back home. So his wife's family is from here. In fact, his two in-laws both graduated from East Central High School uh, back in 1 in 74 and 1 in 75. So he has some roots here and uh, looking to raise his family in this area. So we're excited to bring him on board. And it sounds like uh, they were uh, part of the uh, some of the uh, the first classes. His uh, in-laws uh, were part of the first classes at East Central after the consolidation. That's correct. Yes, his father-in-law was the first class, and his mother-in-law was the second class. So yes. Uh, all right. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout, and we'll continue our conversation with Dr. Andrew Jackson, the superintendent of the Sunman Dearborn Community School Corporation, right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our conversation with Dr. Andrew Jackson, superintendent of the Sunman Dearborn Community School Corporation. And of course, the, an ongoing thing that's been uh, happening in the uh, district is the uh, building projects that have been going on. And uh, what are uh, some of the latest that you can tell us about that? Yes, we, we have a lot going on this summer with the building project. Uh, the pool is being finished up, uh, the natatorium, and it's coming online here soon. Uh, substantial completion will be in late June, mid-July. Then we'll spend a couple weeks kind of commissioning all the new systems and doing the punch list and all that, and it will be dedicated some point in August. We're kind of still working on a date for that dedication ceremony. So that's being completed and then we finish up the parking area upgrades around back and athletic entrance as part of the um, natatorium. Uh, so that all gets completed. Uh, then we're doing extensive work at all three of our elementaries. And we've been, you know, this project started in the summer of 20, believe it or not. And this is our third summer. And we have one more summer next year. And we use fall break, spring break, winter break, and all that to do some work. So, um, you know, all of our elementaries received new roofs, they received new finishes, and, and it's kind of paced through there. So this summer, uh, the library at Bright is getting redone, repainted, and new flooring, and we're re uh, moving the kiln and, and reconfiguring the art room there. Uh, the North Dearborn is getting the most work this summer because Bright and Summon got the most of the work the last summer. 
So this summer, it's mostly North Dearborn in terms of our elementary schools and all new flooring in the entire uh, you know, academic wing where the classrooms are upstairs and downstairs in the corridors because we've already done those classrooms and new paint as well. So quite a bit of work being done in there. Uh, the, the Most of the work in terms of remodeling is our middle school, which has been throughout the project, but again this summer. So we added on to the front office and that's one of those things, Tom, where you can reconfigure a school when that school went from 600 kids to 900 kids when we brought the sixth graders back in, uh, in 2015. Those common areas um, are a little bit undersized. So the front office got expanded and the, uh, the addition was ready to go, and now they have to go into the existing one and connect the two together and demo it all out. So it's pretty much a shell right now. It's been completely demoed out, and it's getting all new finishes, walls, carpet, lights, ceiling, uh, you know, you name it, furniture, et cetera. Um, so that's going on right now, and the locker rooms also at the middle school are being completed. They will both be ready to go for the start of the school year. The kitchen is another area where that school only had basically like a warming kitchen, serving kitchen, not big enough to serve 950 kids. So that was being expanded. Um, that actually continues through the end of first semester. So for the upcoming school year, they'll prepare the food at the high school and bring it down every day to the middle school to serve out of the cafeteria. And then second semester, that kitchen will be up and running. So that's happening as well. And there's a little bit of work at uh, Summit Elementary where the library and one uh, remaining classroom is getting new carpet. Um, and when that's finished at Summit Elementary, that entire school building will have uh, uh, new flooring throughout, except for the corridors, which are terrazzo, because it was an old high school, but it still has terrazzo in it. And then the last thing that's left at Summit Elementary is, is next summer as the front office gets reconfigured to allow for um, more secure access in the front. And then same with North Dearborn as well. The front office gets reconfigured there for uh, more secure access as well in the, in the front entrance. So we have a lot going on this summer, and this, this continues, Tom, through probably the fall of uh, 23. And, and another thing that, uh, of course, uh, is a building is no longer there, but uh, the, the, the old North Dearborn property. And uh, to uh, kind of uh, reiterate or recap, uh, uh, understand there's uh, two uh, proposals uh, for that property. Yeah, so uh, that property is completely vacant at this point. Uh, we still use part of it for Trojan East football that we lease on, on the corner there, but the old North Dearborn uh, was demolished and it's been seated in straw and it's an empty lot. And the board uh, decided a couple years ago, they were looking at the option to decide they want to keep the land. So we do have. Uh, two proposals, uh, two groups have come to the board. One is a local community group that wants to create a park there, and the other is a potential uh, community ag partnership where we have a facility there that can be used by not just us, but also by you know, uh, the uh, extension office, 4-H, et cetera, some possibilities there. So um, they're going to move forward soon with the park, and they're going to start raising money. We believe we can probably do both on that land, you know, allow some of it to be a park and still have some of it for a future agriculture facility. Uh, our current building project is designed in a way so that we can do another building project in about three or four years uh, without raising the property tax. And because we know we have some mechanical systems that are going to be at the end of life and like the roof of the middle school in four to five years will need to be um, replaced. So it's potential that we could, as part of that building project, could provide a uh, very nice agriculture facility at uh, on that land. Um, you know, 
some of the some of the uh, presentation was very much blue sky. So what we're working on right now is how do we expand our current ag program so that in three or four years there's a need for that facility. Um, similar to our culinary kitchen, we added a very nice culinary kitchen in the building project. The reason why we did that is because we are providing an industry certification culinary program college credit for our students, and they've outgrown their basically mock home kind of kitchen labs that they were using for that. So there was a need for it. Um, you know, we have to build our ag program internally and work to that in three to four years so that in three to four years there's a need for a facility. And, and if that comes in three to four years, that's when the architects come in and speak to people and kind of design the space at that point. And it, it'll change in three to four years. Uh, but the focus right now is to increase our ag program so that we have some opportunities, some small games, some things like that so that we could potentially have a need for some side of, some sort of possible livestock or agriculture like small working farm kind of facility. And uh, as far as the uh, action is uh, concerned on uh, both the community park and the egg center now the the board uh, have they taken action on that or is that uh, down the road? In terms of the ag uh, facility, no, that w that was just a discussion and just the group presenting something they'd like to have, uh, you know, someday. So that was more, like I said, like kind of a blue sky kind of presentation that we would love to be able to do this. With the park, they're ready to act now. In fact, um, I'm working with our attorney to draft up some preliminary documentation so this group can take this to their fund fundraiser, you know, uh, their uh, benefactors uh, to try to get donations for that park. So what happens with a park like this is, you know, a lot of the benefactors don't want to donate money to a park if you don't own the land. So they will look for a commitment that will be a long-term commitment. So they don't want to donate, let's say, $50,000 for a playground if there's no guarantee it's going to be there in three or four years. So we're working on some language and resolution so that way this local community group can show this to the benefactors out there saying we have secured this for a long time, so please consider, you know, helping with this pro this project. So that's kind of where – that's the only commitment the board has, has done at this point is work with the attorney to, to provide some of that preliminary documentation so they can start going out and raising money. All right. And then uh, anything else uh, before we uh, adjourn for the day? Uh, just appreciate the listeners taking time to listen to what's going on at Summon Dearborn, and we have some great things happening, and we're excited about uh, the future. All right. Well, uh, Dr. Andrew Jackson, superintendent of Summon Dearborn Schools, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, stay well, and we will talk to you again in the future. Certainly. Thank you, Tom.